You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. How we doing today? Hey guys. Hey y'all. God. Hey y'all. Oh boy. Are we in the deep south? Is it that bad now? <laughs> <laughs> the drunker we get. Oh, yeah. No. And, I, and I say. I, I, I normally go to accents entirely different from my own, which. Just oh, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I do the little British Cockney accent and then we'll <laughs> go down into Australia. Something good for ya. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you the weeks in which we do it. I am your one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and sitting across from me, as always, is the one and only Captain Nunn. How's it going, everybody? How, what? I know. I tripped How's over that? that. <laughs> I was just trying to... Your I know, first, I know your we, intro. Your intro, you couldn't get right line. <laughs> I, I know that we haven't done an episode of Something Good I For know. You since the since Christmas, but we've still been steadily pumping out content where we throw it to you to say hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> been working today, too. And uh, that extra yeah. voice you hear is artist extraordinaire, Kate Bella. 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 <laughs> see now i have one job see it all evens out yeah and, and, and that's okay. my i'm gonna forget how to words to at least five times. <laughs> and, and that's and that's hard. my payback for throwing shit at him yeah, well you know that, that that's just well, how hi, it rolls sometimes <laughs> hi guys how are you doing <laughs> i have determined to talk in funny accents as much as i can tonight good <laughs> um Yes, it was decided on the car right here. <laughs> so yes, we are doing Ruski asking accent. Uh, see, I told you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did I say? I definitely trip over my words. No. And uh, for the listeners at home, uh, we, we've done a couple of these before, but this is one of our late night podcasts. We are not recording this midday. This is after shifts of work from basically everyone here, and we've had a couple drinks and maybe a smoke or two. So we're enjoying ourselves. So we just wanted to finally get back around the mic. Microphones and like you do, yeah. yeah. Well, right. how, is, how else do you wind down from a day of work? Uh, <laughs> well, we were watching, uh, what was Blue it? Uh, Planet and Blue um, Planet, and it. um, actually, with uh, what's this guy's what's the guy's name from uh, College Humor, Brandon? Yeah, and yeah, apparently, he's a big D guy too and has his own like D and D theme, uh, theme show. Oh, yeah, 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 Dimension 20. It's uh, where he DMs and everybody else staggers through life. Um, <laughs> under his ruling. Under his his peculiar and very his isms. artistically ism <laughs> theme. It's just the way he describes things. It makes me feel like these are the rules, and if you don't follow those rules, then we have a problem. <laughs> that is Brennan in a nutshell. Yeah. In every show he's a part of. And 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 if you're if you're doing something wrong and you're not gonna submit, he's gonna say, Get in the fucking comments, guys. <laughs> Get in the comments and prove me right. And uh 
And for people that want to follow this a little closer, uh, Brennan is from uh, Dropout, which is essentially what College Humor turned into. College Humor, everyone knows about that. And essentially, uh, they just kind of slowly lost funding and CEOs left and stepped down. And um, the current guy, the host of Game Changer. Uh, his name is Sean something. No, Hang it's on. not Sean. Then his name is immediately escaping me. I'm going to look it up. Look and your me. host, me. <laughs> and then my head immediately blanks. Yeah. It's, like, it's like I can pull the whole intro of Game Changer, but uh, his name's escaping. Essentially, he stepped forward and took over the company, and things still just weren't working out. And just essentially between the YouTube adpocalypse and a handful of other things, college humor was not staying afloat. And they were like, screw it. I'm we- not sure I know what these adpocalypses are. Is this Did this happen during the pandemic? <laughs> no, a few years prior. Essentially, um, it was when uh, YouTube... It feels like very pandemic-y um, description. No. Well, it was for a lot of content creators to a point because uh, essentially YouTube was like, we're going to change our ad policy and like what ads can be shown before YouTube videos. Make it horrible for everyone. Essentially, yeah. So it's like the people that relied on ad revenue, all of a sudden, if there was cussing or showing of alcohol or something that YouTube just deemed non-family friendly, it would be demonetized and they couldn't get any revenue from it. So let me talk to you about polyamory. So essentially, that's what happened to college humor is they lost their demonet- they got demonetized, they lost funding, all this other stuff. So they were like, we're going to make our own network called Dropout. Because, you know, I lost what I was going to Because none of those. Also, none of those none of those motherfuckers went to college yeah. or graduated college. Right. Well, well this, it's wrapping back to the whole uh, Brennan, uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan thing uh, yeah. from all those shows because that's I'm glad all. you're the one keeping track of the conversation because I was on five shits over from that. Oh, yeah. No, I've done this enough. I, and with Chris and Cap, I, I have to remember the money trail, including my own. I so, don't know what the money trail is. What is that? That's That is mythical. To me and my ADHD brain. <laughs> nope, we're over here in La La We're here in the money so, the, so, the money trail. So I, yeah, we're basically what is so essentially what I'm getting to is I, I recommend checking out Dropout because there's awesome shows on there like Dimension Twenty, like you guys were talking about, yeah, Game Changer, which is fantastic it's like the whole hook of the show is they bring in different people from the dropout college humor cast and they play a game and what's the game for the game show well it changes every episode sounds like they're ripping off tabletop i'm not gonna lie (laughs) you don't actually know what tabletop is though will wheaton fans fans you know what what is a tabletop then well uh will wheaton Will Wheaton uh, hosts a game show where they play various games like Settlers of Catan, uh, etc., etc. And they just invite guests that are of the famous variety, normally in acting, and they all get real ridiculous playing tabletop games. I feel like Chris has talked about that show. I feel like everyone should. That's a proper nerd. (laughs) As I stare. I know. <laughs> well, well uh, I'm actually in Dropout and all that. That's all like pretty much like nerd based games anyway. I mean, like yeah. you know, Brandon's yeah. got his D and D series and, and all and that too. Tabletop is too. And it was when did it start? Fact checker. Oh boy, Where's our Hang fact on. checker right here. <laughs> young young Cap, come on. <laughs> by the by the way, uh, Sam Reich was the uh, yes, Sam Sam was the uh, head honcho over there. Yep. What are we looking up again? 
<laughs> I got it. It's okay. I already. All right, you got it. Now we were She's watching. She's quicker on the draw. We need to just hire her as her side uh, like researcher. Well, we'll, we'll, give her like a give, give her like a headset microphone. We'll pay. Yeah, boy. We'll, we'll a little button for her to buzz. It was like you know she'll click in. Yeah, 2012 and, to 2017. There you go. Yeah, sweet. I'll just buzz in and be like, actually, um, actually, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> And yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm actually, what was it? Nerds in, in our little, our nerdy things. One yeah. of our favorite things to do is just correct people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> it's game show for it's people what, like that. It's what that. we do. <laughs> well, the problem is, is like, it's not even that we like correcting people. It's just like, if we have You're enough, of, well, it's like, if we have enough passion about something, we want the correct information to be spread. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Kate. I have the autism. Well, and I also have the hyperfoxis <laughs> with the hyperfixations. So yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna talk about Doctor Who and and, and Star Wars, Star Wars, and, and uh, Star Trek. And, and rock and roll shit, kiss. Not me, no. <laughs> but you kind of take on those things as part of your identity when you uh, get exposed to that at a young age. Oh yeah, absolutely. So they were watching uh, one of the um actually bits was about how uh, dinosaurs are like yeah. a gateway to nerdum. <laughs> yes, they're like I think that if you know a four year old who loves dinosaurs, then you are going to know a twenty year old that uh, Star Trek loves Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That that is an interesting pull, but I was never the dinosaur kid. Yeah, well, just because you well, weren't a dinosaur kid doesn't mean you can't be a nerd, but it's also a gateway drug. That's right. Yeah, that's one of those things that's kind of like a cliche like, among can, like little... You like can every, go like, straight fu- to cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> or you can start with dinosaurs. I think I went straight to cocaine. I blame mom. She took me to the theater to see the reissue of A New Hope when it came out. Oh, yeah. Well, Star Wars did come first for me, too. Let's yeah. be aware. Real. Because, well, it was, I think my parents didn't watch, let me watch Star Wars until a certain age. I don't really know. It was probably like four. Yeah. To be real. (laughs) Like, it wasn't that late. I just Mm -hmm. remember that I watched it on VHS. uh, My folks took me to the theater to see it, kicking and screaming. Like, I was not excited at all. Really? No, I was not. My mom was like, you got to see it. You got to see it. Like, you know, because, you know. outside in line on the days that it came out. Wow. He was that kid. I love it. That was my dad. And, you know, all the proudness for, for that. And, you know, and then now he's a structural engineer so his his nerdum came full circle yeah well, like how that's like a, how nerdum is kind of associated with you know being very knowledgeable about you know anything yes well that is what being a nerd is yeah literally so is it only <laughs> yeah, nerdum though, if, it's, if it's useless trivia though uh it's not useless though because we're having whole conversations about it this is we? true <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that is the thing. Argue with me, bitch. Correct. <laughs> no. Um. Actually. <laughs> but didn't a comic book man have a uh, a guy that would come on every now and then that was like a uh, pop culture expert, or he was labeled pop culture expert? That yeah. was his job title. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it's actually crazy you mentioned that. His name was Rob Bruce. And, That's uh, what it was. And I, I actually say it was in past tense because he actually passed away like about maybe a month or so ago. That's right. Yeah. So like he's he's like the first of like kind of the Kevin Smith crew, at least of like super recent years to like pass away. So yeah, that was kind of an odd thing. It was just like popped on Instagram like a few weeks ago. I was like, oh shit, 
Rob Bruce died. I know it. Kind of bummed me out for a second too. Yeah, but, sad face. But yeah, he just he went out doing what he loved too, and you know he was the you know some made uh being a nerd you know part of his career and everything just being yeah he was like a big toy collector he had like you know go to garage sales ebay listings all that stuff you know find rare vintage toys and then do flip them you know repair them do whatever collect them you know and he had like a mini traveling museum type thing at one point i believe i could be wrong but yeah he just kind of made it just part of his life so yeah you can absolutely make nerd culture just you relevant. Yeah. Yes. Make it your yeah. and just make it your job. And yeah. you have to be a nerd about it because mm-hmm. you would have to be able to just take a quick look at something and go through that mental archive of being like, okay, this if it has this marking, it has to be this, that, and the other. I mean Mandalorian. Shit. Well no, here's I'm thinking the, of markings. I don't know why that Well, I mean I I'm like that under a very niche thing. I can do that with KISS records. I know you didn't want to talk Kiss, but, oh God, here we but go. I can like if there's a pile of like used Kiss records like at a garage sale or something, I can pull out the record, look at the label, the design on the label, and look at the etchings and tell what pressing it is. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> we would do that with like uh, just all kinds of just random uh, bands and uh, label associations, like UFO Records. That's like the only one I can think of that has the chrysalis and big fuck off. Uh, you know, uh, in a big spot on the uh, corner of the record is this big logo called Chrysalis. And we're like, what's that? And that kind of, you know, when you spend a lot of time with vinyl records, you kind of mm-hmm. get uh, an exposure to a lot of these old uh, record company names because their logos are just everywhere. Oh, yeah. And that knowledge just sticks with you, too. And, you know, that becomes useless trivia after a while. There's nerds in every shape and form. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> we're so which, speaking of, kind of the lead-in also called you Artist Extraordinaire. You also do jewelry. and I do more than jewelry. I'm, she does I everything. literally said, like and, <laughs> and, and you cut me off. So, yeah, yes, well, you, you know, take the lead. You, well, what, you explain what your arty, artsy-fartsiness arty is. Yes. It's all the things. I tend to work more with uh, sculptural media. Um, metal D- describe. Smithing. I'm going to. <laughs> Oh, you don't like it when someone cuts you off, do you? How dare I have the same kind of reaction to it? Um, uh, I do uh, glass blowing, uh, metal smithing, iron welding, etc. All the metal things, lots of metal things, and, and metal. leather and metal leather, <laughs> yeah, metal and leather, metal and leather. Yeah, rock Halford as fuck. We're gonna we're gonna style a rock band, man. Um, <laughs> one day, uh, jewelry, all kinds of flat media too. But I tend to go towards things like ceramics and things that can take up a space in an area. Rather than <laughs> take hanging, up a space in an area. <laughs> yeah, uh, give me give me ask me vague questions, get vague answers. <laughs> <laughs> You took the lead, which means you were just going to start talking. Sure. That's what I do. Talking, talking, talking. But what or, was your, uh, what was the name of your, um, uh, it was Kate B. The Cursed. It, that's just, that's my Instagram handle. That was Not the handle, Kate yeah. Kate B. The Cursed. It's just Kate The Cursed, which is a Shakespearean reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which one was uh, that from? Uh, uh, um, 
Taming of the Shrew. It's, uh, quote, sweet Kate, Bonnie Kate, the prettiest Kate in Christendom, and sometimes Kate the Cursed, which is rather to say, in modern day language, Kate the Bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were to translate it to, to modern day nomenclature. Uh, I like it. Yep. So, and it's in the original, uh, well, I don't actually, I did research and I think it turned out to not be spelled C. I believe it's spelled C-U-R-S-T back in ye olden days, but uh, I could have just misrepresented that in my knowledge. I mean, if you put that in like a metal font or something like that, oh, it's going to look cool. Of course it is. Of course it is. I don't want a metal font, though. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> well, he, he's already drawing out the design no. in his head. Somebody listening to this is. No, of course. Oh, no. You, you've been pulling out your pen and paper lately. I'm, I'm guaranteed. That's what made me I'm, think of it. Like, just with that look on your face, it's like, no, I already got an, an idea in my head. Yeah, just like vague <laughs> ideas. But yes, I, there it is. There it is. Of course. He's like, there I, I, I want to design your logo. I wasn't going that, but. Yeah, now I kind of. I'm definitely going to think about it now. Think about it, especially after listening. Especially after listening, re-listening to this when it comes, you know, when it comes out. Oh yeah, well there's that. Okay, but yeah, no, like that was also that was the quote that was on my birth announcement. Also, my family was like, "Ah, yeah, no, this kid's going to be a fucking piece of work," and we know it. I was the child that almost made my parents reconsider having a second child. So, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was. So you were a hellion growing I up. Was hellion. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's probably, t- at least in the top three things you remember, like schoolyard crap oh, you would was, get into? I was always the. Let's get into that some. I, I, want, I want to hear I some schoolyard stories. I was an outcast. I was born an outcast, basically. Uh, um, hashtag a lot of people's lives. But, but like, I would sit down with my friend who had a broken leg at the time, mm-hmm. and we'd dig up rocks and pretend that we were digging for fossils. Like, <laughs> Right. That's that's not the wild and crazy ones, though. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the leg was broken uh, uh, happened because of reasons. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just remember digging up rocks and being like, oh, we are discovering the dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was kind of like, when I was a little kid, I was like, my first, like, you know, dream job was to, like, be a paleontologist oh, or something yeah. like that. Or do something with dinosaurs, because my... that's what I was into. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I want to hear a Hellion schoolyard story. Hellion schoolyard. I was trying to get back to that. My ADHD was compiling. Hey, that's right. I'm, I've got it. I'm, I've got this under control. Code compiling. I'm, I am at the code wheel compiling. here. We're good. My code's compiling. Uh, IT jokes. Sorry. Um, uh, Hellion. Hellion. Uh, oh, I used to like one guy and... The only way that I let him know is by chasing him around the schoolyard. Chasing? Chasing. <laughs> Why Just was he like running? Chasing, tackling. Well, he was known as the fastest kid in class. So I made it my personal mission to prove him wrong. <laughs> um, That's cute. I'm faster than you. <laughs> yeah, well, I beat him. <laughs> I was the fastest girl in school, and he was the fastest boy in school. And I was still the weird oddball, though. Uh <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, that's how I showed my affection. I was definitely the... the I'm better than you, which yeah. means I like you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to put competitions, all the competitions, so many. He also, I remember he wore um, shorts exclusively, like gym shorts. 
exclusively. I knew kids like that too. Like, like once I'm I not never... cold in yep. the middle of winter. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, sure. Yeah, whatever you say. That or the kid that wore the jacket, even in like 100 oh, yeah, degree yeah. weather or the hoodie. I don't remember if we had one of those. No, I had a kid that wore the jacket or the, specifically the hoodie. And it was a pullover hoodie. It wasn't even a zip up. It was like one of those pullover hoodies. Yeah. And he would wear that in the dead of summer outside yeah. during like playtime. Like all of these kids turned out to be autistic. <laughs> or they were like the uh, the goth kids. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, but the goth kids are also normally autistic, so. <laughs> That's probably true. Statistically, I bet you anything. I have not run that. Do this not, is an actual do uh, not, <laughs> data. I have not fact-checked this. Please take it. Nor are we. The thoughts and it's, opinions expressed are exclusively that of Kate. Yes, Kate, the also autistic human, so I can say it because I am. Is that how this works? I hope so. I think those are the Oh, there's the a rules? joke. There's such a horrible joke. There's a joke there, there's but. But I think, our, I think our listeners can connect the dots. <laughs> it's not the joke I was talking about, but okay. There was a joke that I was thinking of that... It's still um, terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It said They said, um, so I heard that people can only make jokes about subcultures that oh, they're yeah. part of. And so the person in the backseat as a female can only make jokes about women. The person over here who's gay can only make jokes about gay guys. And, he he says, says, uh, and anyway, so this pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> See that? I don't know. That, that's a good one, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I know some terrible ones. <laughs> so, so if you were the hellion in school, were you borderline the bully? No, I she was, was just, bullied. I was saying I was heavily bullied. Right, but but that one that is heavily bullied sometimes just that all it takes is that one summer. Oh, like, no. And then they come back no. and they're like, fuck no. you. I was the one that was bullied. <laughs> I was always the one that was bullied. They they made tried to make, they successfully made funny. Fun, funny? Funny. Made funny. They made fun of me uh, because my first name's actually Josie. Uh, so they'd pull up Josie and the Pussycats lines and uh, sing them at me on the schoolyard. Like that was a punishment. And <laughs> I took it as a punishment because that's what they wanted it to be. But now I'm like, that was a really dumb thing to feel bullied about it. I know because I'm sitting here going like that's actually that's, cool that's like Josie bad. and the Pussycats the, like the Josie cool. and the Bulla Cats I'm like what oh, what <laughs> doesn't even sound good though that's probably why I didn't I like it I would have taken it and owned it and like yeah. started singing it yeah. back to them well, and like doing was, dance moves and shit I was in elementary school let's be real if they're trying to make fun of me then I'm gonna read it as people making fun of me I just got called fat see see James Capel uh, in the era of the Chappelle show. Oh my goodness. It was the Capel show. Yep. <laughs> Walking down the hallway in school. Capel show. The Capel show. Capel show. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But like sometimes it's not things that uh, are actually hurtful that f- seem hurtful. They're just doing it with an intent to harm. Yeah. That, that makes it hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, knew, I was. I think all three of us here were probably the bullied. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, knew, I knew folks that would just do that incessantly because mm-hmm. he knew it would just like piss off whoever it was he was like doing that to. And actually, I forget who I was talking to. I mentioned this to recently, but like, oh, uh, we were kind of going through the different names of like most popular like male names and yeah, that, that rem- us. and that yeah it, well and it reminded me and I was just like my main bully in school was named Jeff was named Alex 
Oh. Oh. So it was like my evil doppelganger. So it was like it was the it was the bully Alex and the bullied Alex. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, so boy. that did not like help. That was weird. Palindrome. Uh, uh, an emotional palindrome. Mm. Uh, don't ask me to explain myself. <laughs> and what's fucked up too is like his last name is also the name of a D- DC supervillain. Oh, what was it? Bane. Oh shit. <laughs> Alex Bane. I just yeah. Thought, so this is like. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if he ever hears this, it's like, what the fuck ever, dude? Fuck you. Yeah. It's okay. The guy that I used to chase around was named Jonathan Wyman. <laughs> Why, <And> man? I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it, and he got it I out before to. I did. Yeah. 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 She's like, you well, son I of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I saw him like once in high school after that, like once. And I was like, oh. This person has aged in a peculiar manner. Not bad. I was just... <coughs> oh. This is... I didn't expect you to exist in my later life. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, oh, oh, I, I, know that th- I know that feeling. I'm it's like, like wait, oh, I know you. You're here. From, you exist still. You still exist. I forgot you existed. See, I <laughs> ran into a few of those. And, and actually, I'll, I'll talk about those in a second. But the one that's messed with me the most, I don't know if I've ever told this one on the show. And I'll change the name just to, you know, to, confer, to conceal identity. There's, there's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups here on the table. So I'll say his name's Reese. Okay. <laughs> so I knew this kid in school named Reese. And he was always having like the roughest time. Like he he legit came from like a bad house. Except that he wasn't called Reese, actually. Yes, I clarified that. You, 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 you unclarified it. And then I had to re-clarify it. Hi, sorry. So uh, <laughs> my name's Kate. So, I have autism. <laughs> so he was just Oh, it kind of came up in a bad house, everything else. So it's like mom honestly tried to help. Like he, he would miss school a lot, but he was like on the way to school. So she would like stop by his house. I'd go out there, knock on the door for a little bit. No one would fucking answer except the dog. And this is like, all right, well, I'm going to be late for school. Now we got to go. So it's like we tried everything in our power to kind of like help a little. But the kind of ongoing joke was just like this motherfucker is going to show up on Jerry Springer. Like, that was just, like, the ongoing kind of, like, thing. It's just, like, this kid is going to show up on Springer one day. I just know it. It's just, like, and then he did? I get a message, like, six, seven, eight years later, somewhere in that area. And it's, like, from an old classmate that, like you said, it's, like, oh, you still exist? And they're, like, did you see Reese on Jerry Springer? And I'm, like, <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> Oh, and they sent tremendous. they sent me the link, and sure as shit, he was caught in like some weird love triangle thing. Oh my gosh! Yes, and I'm just like, you've this got to be fucking kidding. Anywho, um. <laughs> and I'm just like, you've got to be fucking kidding. It's like, how did I call that? And it's like, and I've still got photos of the guy, like me and him, like like because oh, I invited like birthday parties and shit. So there's like photos of the two of us, like you know, hanging out at my birthday party, and it's just like, yep. There he is. That's the motherfucker. That's, that's like good old. That's good old Gaffney, South Carolina. I was right about to there. ask if it was like a full on Ga- uh, Gaffney, South Carolina love triangle. Oh yes. Oh yes. It was. Oh boy. Yeah. Perfection. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> I would imagine just use your imagination. Grade A white trash. Cool <laughs> beans. Sounds like a. 
Interesting time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. about you, Cap? Any like old classmates wind up popping up in a weird way that you're like, oh, sucks to be you at this point. <laughs> or just hello. Yeah, kind right. of more of like a oh hello kind of thing. But uh, really, more glow ups than anything. Kind of because I don't really like you know I don't let that shit. The only person that really like fucked with me when I was in high school was mm-hmm. uh, somebody I played football with, and he was just that big, you know. Uh, white, you know, hillbilly kid. Oh, fuck you. you Barrel boy. Barrel boy, yeah. (laughs) It was that kind of thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I haven't heard or sent, heard or like anything about him since high school. And that's what you do with, with, uh, you know, if some, if, Oh they yeah, I haven't heard from any of this. That Reese was like the one, <laughs> you know, exception because he showed up on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that was the exception. Well, Other than that, I've not I looked still up. Live where I grew up, so right? I still have that risk factor of running into like elementary school classmates. <laughs> A few elementary school classmates yeah. found me on Facebook, bizarrely enough. And I'm like, really? Yeah, when people from like anything school-wise try to friend me, I'm like, hmm, nope. <laughs> What's actually really bad slash funny is like one of my old crushes found me and like added me. And yeah. it's like, and I looked at her now and I was like, Oh, I'm glad. I, I dodged that. <laughs> there's, there's like a, a Star Wars meme where it's uh, something like that where uh, Princess Leia looks back at Han and it says, when she sees your ex-girlfriend, you came in that thing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember just like, you know, that, you know, young school crush kind of thing where it's like, you know, the it's like the early seasons of South Park when Stan would see Wendy and they'd have like all the little hearts floating above the head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. She was like the popular girl. And of course I was the outcast bullied kid. So there was no way I was ever going to be able to talk to her. So on and so forth. And then it's like, again, she found me like maybe five, six years ago. And it's like, I saw her now. I was like, Oh no. But the thing is, is I skimmed her Facebook too, and I found like old photos of like you know elementary school, middle school days, and it's like, and I look back, and I'm like, and I also went, boy, what fucking taste did you have? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, uh-uh, like what? Okay, what? now it makes sense. I thought they just went up through hard times. No, that's what that. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I knew all my classmates like from kindergarten through like the end of high school, oddly yeah. enough, or well, at least you uh, were in Tinyville. Yeah, so, yeah. at least a good. So when you had at least your little baby fro. Yeah, <laughs> baby fro days. Aww. I still keep. Well, we all got on Facebook and just kept up with each other. Not really like kept up, kept up with each other, but you know, by just, proxy of by, having each other as friends, you kind of keep up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. That, that thing. Meta, meta. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever the fuck it is, I hope hey. it goes away. Some. <laughs> soon. Yeah, it's not called Facebook anymore. It's Meta. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. That's what we're talking yeah. about. I thought we were talking about being making meta jokes. No. <laughs> Fair no. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Hello, I take things literally. <laughs> I want to hear you tease the hellion thing. That oh, that intrigued what else do me. I hellion? Yeah. Jeez. I just like, like, I what, ended what up made the hurt all the time. Right. Like when I was a kid, I probably broke every finger in my hands at some digging point. up rocks. Not just digging up rocks. <laughs> Sticking my hands where they didn't belong, obviously. Like uh, a car door. <laughs> that sounds more like an accident though yeah but i did it consecutive like several not just because i was curious so i stuck my hand in the crevice of metal doors and car doors and, <laughs> You're just curious and then child. they would shut and then they would 
did shut and I would end up at the ER and they'd, they'd have to strap me into like the sheets and sit on me to give me a shot in my chin. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Why your chin if you fucked up your fingers? Well, wasn't. That was a, I jumped across several stories during the span of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were on the finger story. Yeah, well, there's a lot of finger stories, but there's one <laughs> where... <Ew>. Shush. <laughs> 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 one where I was with my friends and wait, which kind know. of finger story is this? This isn't a finger story. This is the chin story. Oh, okay. Sorry, I told you I wanted to talk about this because I actually remembered. I remembered that I was a hellion. I don't always remember how I'm a hellion. Okay. I just know that just my whole entire personality just trust me. was just like, oh yeah, uh, like every time I'd get put in the car, I would scream until the car stopped. <laughs> Why? I hated it. Was right, but screaming didn't change the fact it was still going to happen. Hi, I was two. <laughs> you also didn't give an age. <laughs> nah, my so folks said an 18-year-old Kate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, I got my hand stuck in my hair from trying to twist it. I literally couldn't get my hand out of my hair. Okay. Once. I was about to be like, right dad, now? Dad, it's tuck. <laughs> I would say. Uh, my dad brings that up all the time now. <laughs> He's like, is it tuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My folks do the same shit. Yeah. I'm like, really? Come on, dad. <laughs> um, so the chin story. Yes. I was at a friend's house, and they had a hammock, and they had the metal under support on it. Mm-hmm. So it was like freestanding hammock okay you uh we would jump onto it and like swing up and pretend we're superman because we'd like run jump onto it i ran jump onto it a little too far (laughs) and my chin hung out over the edge of the hammock and i went up and then on the way down just complete collision with my chin oh ouch well um yeah so i was bleeding everywhere because it's a face wound right and everyone was like "Ah," freaking out my parents ended up finding out. We went to the ER and I got stitches, but I was not letting a fucking needle get into my face. <laughs> Fuck that noise. No thank you, please. <laughs> so bad that the doctors and nurses came in, wrapped me in the sheets, and sat on me. They had to get five people to sit on me. And so how old could, were you? Uh, I was probably at least five. Okay. Solidly five, probably closer, well... Uh, yeah oh actually uh, yeah i was in daycare i remember yeah okay. um i was in daycare still so uh baby uh five-year-olds but they had to get like five people to strangle my <laughs> body <laughs> <laughs> to just like sit on my body to give me a, ch- a shot for numbing agents wow. in my chin um and then i wouldn't let them get near my face with a needle and m- mom had to do it they instructed her oh wow <laughs> You just weren't going to let it happen. I was like, I can't feel it now. I needed somebody to prove to me that that I wasn't going to feel it after they gave me the, the Novocaine shot. I still didn't trust them. <laughs> I was like, I can't see it, which is probably also why all of my tattoos are in places that I can see being right. tattooed. Because like on my back, it's going to happen eventually, but I'm going to be like, I need a mirror at least two mirrors. I need two mirrors, please. I need to see what's going on. And the bottom of your chin, you cannot see that. So I was like, oh, you so I don't trust that. I don't trust that. I can't see it. I don't trust it. 
I feel like if they had held up a mirror, it would have solved all the problems. But no, who would know that <laughs> right? saying gore would make me more calm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, five-year-old Kate did not realize that yet, ju- no, just yet. No, no. I still have yet to get my first tattoo, but we've talked about getting our... Uh, I know. We've talked about getting like our dumb tattoos oh, recently. Yeah. Your dumb tattoos? Oh, yeah. Everybody has their dumb tattoo. What's your dumb tattoo? My dumb tattoo is probably going to be like a very specific uh, uh, shot of uh, Godzilla from uh, Godzilla, from uh, where he tucks his tail under and he uh, breathes fire and floats. Oh, it's the uh-huh. most ridiculous looking shit ever. And I'm thinking that would be a silly ass dumb tattoo. You got to do it with a rainbow coming out of his mouth. though. <laughs> like Neon Cat. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep. That took me back. Yeah, I remember that I too. Know, right? Kate, what's your dumb tattoo? I don't have a dumb tattoo. My tattoos are not okay, dumb. Fun, I don't, but t- well, there's oh, a fun, fun one. The there one, was a fun one, one says too. Foul Temptress right yeah. here in Monty Python font. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so there you go, our nerd tattoos. There yeah. you go. They're not dumb tattoos. They're our nerd tattoos. I was going to say, I don't know. That's not dumb. That is brilliance. Well, I'm sorry. Someone at the table here said dumb, so I started rolling Probably with that. I yeah, thought it my, wasn't me. It was him. That's why I said something. I I know someone. <laughs> I know that's not on me. me. Probably because I thought mine was going to be dumb at first. Now I'm just sitting there going like, Nah, that'll be a like a fun nerd one if I ever like. Yeah, I was gonna say I guess I already technically have mine. I've had the stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, boy. Yeah, uh, Bree has the Rebel Alliance mm-hmm. one right on her forearm, nice wrist thing. That's cool. All my, all my, all, all so many people I know have. There we go. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Just I, was, I was about to do it in a second if you didn't, but it's like, I was like, I'll give it a I'm Like, I am slowly sinking into the couch. Yes. Further and further, which you, means the mic needs to move with you're, me. You are becoming a potato. I am potato. My dog's turning into a loaf, so I have to turn into a loaf at the yeah. same time. Is Late night podcast. Yes. Um, maybe we'll take why this. Is there an umbrella in the couch? Maybe I'll take this. Because oh, yeah. it was raining earlier. Oh. <laughs> There it is. That, that and that's just where it landed. Maybe I'll take a blanket and I'll be a burrito on the couch. Yeah, get some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what she did. She had to make a bed for herself. Not on the bed that I brought. Don't ask me. I don't have an answer. <laughs> so would the nerd tattoo probably be your next tattoo? Or what, what are you kind of thinking? Oh, man. What do you I think your next one would have been? I finish this one. Because it's going to be a half And what sleeve. is this one for the people that it's, cannot see? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, uh, sort of Japanese-style chrysanthemum. It had a lot of Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemums. Um, they taste pretty good. Yeah? I, I loved him in uh, Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> he got it. You have, right. have to show you the Boba it's Fett series a, when I, we get I, uh, watched all And the I was other just things. making a joke about it sounding like a meal. I don't know what they don't taste like. Oh, they are edible. Okay. Well, there we go. Now you know. I thought I thought that you... I haven't had them, so I don't know how they taste, but they are edible. No, it just like, sounded oh, like some... It? it just sounded like some dish. Like <laughs> as well, I was just like... <laughs> I think... Mine went to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that was a much better joke. <laughs> good job. Good job. Patchy on the head. Was my foot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we we're, were talking about uh, D&D earlier, and we watched that uh, Vox Machina series that's on yeah. Amazon. It was actually kind of fun. So great. It's an animated series that's basically a D&D campaign. It's a D&D campaign, but like told from the perspective of the characters, so you don't have the dice rolling. It's just like a story set 
in the D&D universe. Almost. Got it. But kind of has like an Evil Dead uh, sense of humor to it, though. It's like hyper-violent, but the characters are snarky as hell. Okay. Yeah. Now, so was D&D kind of like the first tabletop or kind of nerdy game you got into? Oh, absolutely not. That is a very labor-intensive uh, game. There are much Hey, I know people that jump points. in straight into that. From other, they always did other games. Don't well video games maybe, but like yeah. with D, I think with D and D is isn't it not like a you know thing that can just be played over time where where everybody's oh, schedules yeah, just line up. Yeah, for sure. But like if you don't keep it up on like a regular basis, you lose the plot. <laughs> you lost the plot. So yeah. like after two years, you can just quit. After so, well, does it take so years sometimes? To, yeah, campaigns can last for as long as you want them to. It's just I like mean, a weekly get together for just, your friends. It's, it's just a question of the campaigns can last. It's however long those people are playing D and D together is yeah. basically a campaign. Um, and uh, like sometimes their characters will die off and they'll create new characters because that's kind of the whole job of the DM. Not really to kill them all, but it is to provide a challenge. Brendan would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> You were all servants to me. Yes, indeed. Yeah, he takes it. He takes all those games so damn seriously, and that's why it's hilarious. I don't know if serious is the right word. Well, he he puts on the uh, the <laughs> yes, act that no, it does. He does know all the all the rules all the time, and all of the different versions. There's so many. I don't even know what we're on now for D and D. It's been a while. I uh, haven't I haven't properly played. I think the last time I played, I was a squirrel bard. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> but now it's kind of like blown up and become it's uh, it's become more popular probably than ever, right? Honestly, well, it has gotten more popular in like the last three years. Yeah, I believe oh yeah, it. I believe it. Yeah, I, there are several people that I knew that was that were like, oh yeah, I got my D and D campaign that day though. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was talking to my brother the other day, and I was like, hey man, uh, can I uh, give you a ring at such and such? And he's just like, I can't uh, tonight. I'm playing D and D. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. What? All right. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to buy some of the books. Get some I've the never games. played. Oh my gosh! Seriously, child. I do too much already. That's a, <laughs> it's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that directly correlated with age. Uh, child doesn't correlate with age. I'm sorry if I say there's a child. (laughs) Someone is going to think ten and under. The child. The child. (laughs) Is the child really that young? (laughs) It sounds like the opening for the the rock opera, Tommy. I I start thinking about Mandalorian again. (laughs) The child. Yeah, that's what I was referencing. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, like some meatloaf opening. I was referencing the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hi, I'm a nerd too. Surprise! What? <laughs> and I got a clean peel on my Reese's. Oh, Good job. you win. <laughs> Fuck, that's so satisfying. I know no, there I was no that. there was no chocolate on the bottom. Here's the part where we eat Reese's on the podcast. Hey, I silently took the wrapper off away from the yeah, mic, so I I'm good. That. In case it's like, no, everybody gets to hear everything. Shut up! <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet. I'm just not in a place where I can really be quiet. No pressure. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say, boss. <laughs> My dog seems to think otherwise. The dog's like, I want some Reese's. The dog's like, hi, I'm here. Would you like to partake? And I know, it's the first it. time we've had a dog during the recording. This hey, guys, my name is Piper. <laughs> People do not okay. want to hear this. <laughs> shut up, Alex. Shut up. Yeah, shut up, Alex. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Piper. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're like, damn it, no. 
force to put things in about dogs. Dog is dog is dog. She is she's training for service and she is um No, she's extremely well behaved. She's she is a good dog. She is So what was like uh, some of the first good dog. like gamey nerdy things you got into? Was it video games or tabletop? Or like card type things? Pokemon. Pokemon, that was kind of the first nerdy video game or kind of like fantasy kind of thing. It was a card game, my friend. I never learned how to play the Pokemon card game. Everybody would just like trade and that was about it. Nobody yeah, knew what to same. do with them. Yu-Gi-Oh! And then, yeah. No, I played some, but it was also a lot of card tradey things because the collection. I was never like, had enough friends to play with. I could usually, I could sometimes like bribe someone and be like, please do a trade, but like, do I yeah. actually play? No. No. <laughs> I think I knew like maybe... A, I could count on like both hands the amount of kids that actually played Pokemon and everybody else would just collect the cards. Mm-hmm. I was that kid. I was too. I really? Was like, you collected no, the Pokemon like, cards? For about the year I was into Pokemon, I got See, a few I cards. I never knew that. I knew I you knew said you were like semi into it, but I figured it was like watching the TV show or like, you know, getting like occasional yeah, things. I didn't know like it was while, like collecting it to a point. I'm not going to lie. It, it was mostly Yu-Gi-Oh! after that. Point. Really? Okay. <laughs> it was so bad, man. I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, man. Well, I'm an anime nerd, so. See, I like Digimon more than I like Pokemon because Digimon look like big, That's scary like dinosaurs. What's that? Beyblades. Yeah, top spinny <laughs> mm-hmm. fighty game. I had those. Those oh were like gosh. so dangerous, but awesome. <laughs> I know. Oh man, they made me so happy. Yeah, well, that's no. what made our toys fun. There was a level danger. of danger to it. There's no level of danger to toys these days. Yeah. Kids, kids can't choke on these toys these days. You spoiled little brats. <laughs> they can't choke on them. Choke on it. You can't, you can't play with. I remember, uh, purpose. man. I remember. Really? I remember bleeding after playing Star Wars toys, oh, man. Shut up. <laughs> no, but it's just like you know the yeah. Beyblades they release these days. Well, actually, I don't think they make official ones anymore. Oh, that's sad. Because I they don't know. Are, mine had like knives on them, <laughs> practically. <laughs> There's like these really hard metal with kind of like spikes around the edges. Yeah. And like if you those shot bitches it are right, sharp. you could you could hit somebody in the face. Oh yeah, and it, because you had one of those little domes to fight them in. The little um, mm-hmm. and like it was just yeah, and it was just bowls. made of like super cheap plastic. Yeah, exactly. That like cracked that, that. after like a week of playing think, with it. I think one of my friends had a high quality one, so like we, nice. I don't know. I don't remember. They they but took their Beyblades serious. They did. We they were did. we were just and regular I, and old I had, armies. And I had like four eight i don't know and like i'd like modify them like it was like some next level bullshit well see the thing i liked <laughs> even I more than that i was always a maker well speaking of mm-hmm. one of the things that i liked even better was bionicle oh fuck yeah yeah, well, yeah legos bionicle. were always the life but like i like what are we talking about nerd stuff yeah it's still nerd stuff we're on of course. a solid category of <laughs> see nerds. i said i'm on the wheel i got this <laughs> <laughs> You are welcome. No, you Bionicle. are welcome here. No, uh, yeah. Bionicle shocked me because I wound up catching the first wave by accident. We, Mom and I, <laughs> I were just happened to go through the Lego aisle because she'd get me Legos every so often. I really enjoyed it, and it's like I wouldn't even get the sets. I would ask for just the box of randoms yeah. because I wanted to make my own shit. You oh, know, no. it's like that my was the best part. Has a whole closet full of the randoms. Yeah, just a big. I had a big ass bucket. Just full of pieces. Just one? <laughs> it was a big bucket. Okay. 
Just one. Whatever. <laughs> You're judging me and my creativeness. I, Sometimes limitation creates better things. I put limitations on myself in almost all the art so that it forces me down. An and that's why. I, and that's I mean, why I said but, that. Isn't that what punk rock is? Okay. <laughs> He's getting a foot to the face now. Yeah, no, I don't remember. A, yeah, I don't remember Bionicle at all. I missed the boat on that one. But yeah, we were just walking down the aisle just to see if there was like a little pack of just random things, and yeah, it was just those new tubes up there, and it was like create your own little like robot looking monster things, and it, and yeah. the thing that sold me, being the little tech nerd I was, is it came with the mini CD. That if you put it in the computer, oh it had like a two-minute video of your character in their atmosphere. Because yes. remember, and, it, they were all There was a coded. video game for it. Later. Yes, it was. And a, I did that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was essentially a backdoor whoa. trailer for the game. But yeah, because there was like the foresty one, which was green, uh-huh. the lava one, which was red, the blue one, which was water. water. So yeah, so they had like little two-minute videos. And a black one for I don't know what. Yeah, so they had like the two-minute <laughs> video promos of them like hanging out and like their area like the green one swinging through the jungle the blue yes. one swimming and i had them all <laughs> i don't that- know if i had them all i had all the mini ones at least i i had several i had a lot i don't remember i just liked the things that i could take apart and put together again Mom? when i when i made i kind of outgrew legos when my brother grew into them because my brother uh. I know that feeling. Six years younger than six and a half years younger than me, which right. is you know more of an age gap than normal. But like, well, actually, me actu- and my sister is ten. Actually, wait, I probably when when my brother was born and he started being able to like really move around. I think that's when I kind of outgrew it right. because he thought it was the best thing since sliced bread <laughs> to knock them over and See? destroy them. <laughs> and I just got fed up with it. But my brother got into Legos because he could build things and then tear them down yeah. like Godzilla. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God. See, it, it wound up being bad for me because it was like, as soon as I started not caring about regular Legos is when Bionicle came out. Oh, yeah. And then by the time I stopped caring about Bionicle, my little sister was born. And then she started giving a shit about Legos, which reunited my love of Legos. So it's like, I had Legos in my life a little longer probably than most people. Yeah, I know. I definitely <laughs> did too. Like I was born, my dad had some of the original Legos. Oh. They were only red and white. Nice. And they had like four different styles. Yeah. Of Lego. And then you just put them together. Yeah. So he had like it in a little metal box. It's like a fucking antique now. It's ridiculous. We didn't have a lot of Legos. We had like some Star Wars stuff here and there, but oh, not an extensive so like setup. Lego Star Wars, Lego everything. Oh my gosh. We had a my lot of brother Oh, one of my friends had like the Star Destroyer and mm-hmm. like the big one. I was gonna say, and, <laughs> and that's like, not that's yeah. not a Lego piece. That's furniture. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It was about the size of a coffee table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. But it was made out of Legos. Yep. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, no, but like we never got a whole lot of the sets because my brother and I, we'd just do, th- we'd end up building architecture a lot because my mom's an architect and my dad's a structural engineer. So we got forced to walk around in buildings a lot. <laughs> so I don't want to create today, do it. I don't want, we would go on tours of neighborhoods, like in the car, unofficial tours. Like we'd drive around and look at architecture. I just Charlotte. saw the PTSD on your face just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the war flashbacks. And yeah. So after, yeah, no. My brother, 
I um, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oppositionally, he would fall asleep in cars where I would scream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't keep him awake? Uh, he, he, there's a, there's a series of roads in Charlotte called the Booty Loop. Because they do uh, 24 hours of booty for cancer research every year, where everybody goes on bike rides uh, for as much as they can for 24 hours, and they get sponsors for how many laps they do. And they get a cute name, so you'll remember it. Yeah, cute for 24 hours of booty. You got it. My brother would get driven around the booty loop several times to get put to sleep, and that was the only truly successful way to get him to sleep. Otherwise, it was impossible. Um, the booty loop just sounds like a really bad part of town where you can always get a lady like in waiting. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're upscale ladies in waiting. It's like Queens Road, Queens they're upscale Road, ladies Southland, of the night. And I don't even know, but yeah, they go to, so, they go so, to Brasswells afterwards. So that's how that's how my brother largely got put to sleep when he couldn't get to sleep. But you know, alternative. Alternatively, I hated being in the car, so I was always super grumpy about going on uh, unofficial field trips. Unofficial field trips through neighborhoods, <laughs> um, but let me tell you, it taught me the streets. Like, like I could find my way anywhere in Charlotte. Probably. Oh yeah. Yeah, I hate it now. I still hate it, but uh, I couldn't tell you what the road names were. But I could tell you about each like weird architecture building or like yeah, back in the day. So where are you at? I'm over by the Coke bottle. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it means I'm that almost is, home. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly that. There's a, yeah, downtown, there's still some paintings that have been around for a long time mm-hmm. and murals and stuff. So you can describe some of the murals. Of course, now there's so many, it's hard to keep track, but the old ones are still around. Well, see, I, the, the Coke mural has been downgraded so much. There used to be so much more to that mural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know you know. That's why I'm sitting here going like it's sad because remember that yeah. little strip had so many of those really cool signs. Yeah, and all of them are gone now. Aside from that one, isn't the Coke yeah. sign still there? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it just got repainted. Yeah, but that's yeah. the only one that's there for sure. But yeah. yeah, it's like we used to have so many of those really cool lit up signs like that on that, that strip of the interstate. It's it's not lit up. Yeah. yeah, see, and it used to be lit up. Yeah. They keep downgrading it because I remember there was other parts to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily remember all of that because we end up in residential neighborhoods a lot. Right. Looking at these houses. And I'm like, what? But we have it in a museum in town. Seriously, mm-hmm. there, there's a sign museum where like one half of the penguin uh, sign is in there. Oh, um, nice. They have uh, stuff from like, uh, the, oh yeah, they have some of the original seats from the Bojangles Coliseum before they renovated. You know, oh, just goodness. small little like pieces of Charlotte history are in there. And it's also, I was kind of talking about it with the different friends, like it's kind of sad that they've done this I said it's kind of sad that we have to put it in a museum instead mm-hmm. of having it all around yeah it's having history out. now and yeah. not you know part of the culture anymore in a lot of ways yeah. so what's happened with like uh, I grew up outside of Memphis and I see sh- uh, things like that happen a lot too like uh, the uh, pyramid that's in the middle of downtown that used to be the spot where the uh, Memphis Grizzlies would play or mm-hmm. you would see go and see Bob Seger the Eagles or any you know huge touring act now it's a fucking bass pro shop Damn. Just little things like that. And like things about like the Memphis Coliseum that uh, are like museum pieces now and not, you know, part of the culture anymore. Yeah. And, and it's weird because 
there's I, I lived in uh, Roanoke, Virginia for a good while. They still have a lot of like their classic lit up signs still like downtown. Like they've like the city has taken effect to you know preserve them and you mm-hmm. know keep them up to date. You know it, you know folks from Atlanta they're listening to this. Yeah, a lot of them still have a lot of their old signage. It's like new has been built up around it, but it's like they've preserved the cool architecture, cool signage. So many of the bridges in Atlanta were like designed by architects to add something to them because there's so many bridges on the highway yeah (laughs) like whoa spaghetti junction Um, yep (laughs) but it's like but then again it's like charlotte the city rather you know the city officials for some reason just do not see the need to preserve the stuff they just want to get rid of it and put something new it's very like uh cut and paste as far as like territory we we just seem to be the weird outlier among just like even Asheville Asheville doesn't do that shit yeah they keep their stuff around it's a banking city first and foremost yeah Yeah. and they're always trying to look upscale so they always want to bring a new image yeah but then they'll but but then then they'll say during you know city conference meetings oh we care about the arts yeah well they're bringing the arts arts district at least they are bringing a lot more new arts like what Oh, they have all kinds of um, stipends for, uh, there is a um, teacher of mine that did uh, poetry. She was a writing teacher and she did um, poetry painted on sides of buildings. And there are several of those around the city. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but the teacher was Amy Bagwell. And... um, they they take local poetry and paint them with scenes on walls now and murals. So they are getting support from the city for some of that. That's cool. Yeah. They're trying to funnel money into the arts now instead of preserving arts as they Yeah, but, but it almost... The history of art informs the present of art, though. So, like, they're just missing the mark on that. I feel well, like... And it also... Not to cut you off, but it also just also... And this isn't a negative on the artist... It's almost kind of a little poke at the officials doing it, though. It's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We, we'll support the art when it's hand-selected by us. Mm-hmm. That That's also kind of the double-edged sword on it. It's like, yeah. you know, that's still fantastic for her that, you know, her art has reached a level to where it's so universally approved that, you know, she gets to really place her mark. It's, it's all local art and poetry. It's exactly. not by her, necessarily. Well, but the art I'm talking so about. She... But the, it's a community thing, which is nice because it right. involves a lot of different artists. Exactly. But yeah. But, um, but again, city it's still the approval thi- is a thing that, that yeah. is just. It's like yeah, we'll support the arts as long as we approve the pieces. No. It's just like no, I think is even though I'm not a quote artist, it's like I still fully believe it's like no, if you you want to make your art, there it is. Doesn't have to be city approved. <laughs> there is a huge like arts community now that's kind of like gotten bigger in the last like four or five years. It feels like from my perspective, that's just so hard to judge mainly because and i know you but in the daytime kate classic noda yeah what about it it's so hard to say that there's a big booming art thing in charlotte when that used to be around and i missed out on, on all that too to be fair 
I who missed out on that? I did. Oh yeah, you weren't around for that. No. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no. No. no, no, no the I, arts district. Oh, big time! Like and, all those bars used to be just like galleries yeah. and like other like little shops uh-huh. where people were selling shit. Like it was yeah. literally like an art street. Gotcha. Because yeah. there's like maybe like two or three galleries over it's there now. Gentrified. Yeah. Well, it's been gentrified. Who's kidding? Who? Oh, um, <laughs> Technically, ever since Fat City left, it's been gentrified. I think that gentrification could happen at all levels. Well, yeah, I'm just saying I that, mean, it you, is. that was usually that. That's kind of like the mark, though, gotcha. that most people use is like yeah. after Fat City left, don't it was ask like, me well, about canonical timelines. I don't remember what order things happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I missed out on the uh, the note I seen or like the early one. I came in a little bit on the uh, feels like the uh, it's more glossy now. Yeah, no, actually, and the kind of messed up thing is the note being the arts district technically was a gentrification because no die used yep. to be rough that was like rough part of town yeah. and that was actually part of the gentrification was the housing was so cheap over there and the plots of land were so cheap over there they're like well we're going to get this and turn it into an arts district and give everyone you know a place to you know do their stuff so it's like that was kind of the first moment of gentrification, but it was supported because it was right. like, well, art, <laughs> you know, art, 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 art. Was the Noda Studio always a shit uh, shithole though? Uh, not when it was first ha- made. <laughs> I just let that go things. immediately. Don't ask me things. <laughs> I don't know things. I'm done. Well, what other nerdy history. things can we think of here? I'll say we watched. Uh, so we watched Vox Machina. We also watched the. Uh, you know, she gets me on the anime train every now and then. Yeah, Rick and Morty sometimes too. Not sometimes. It's been like every <laughs> night this week. Say, uh, <laughs> I know. We talked with uh, Tyler uh, in Atlanta before about how uh, he hates Rick and Morty and like maybe Excuse like got. What's that? Me? Oh, I know he was talking me? shit. <laughs> it gets kind of silly at the child? third season, but you yeah, know, I enjoy it. All right, fix it. Do your thing. Hi, my name's Kate. And Hi, my name's Kate, and I move microphones. I move microphones very poorly. (laughs) My job. I don't like it right in front of my face sometimes. I was like, I can't see Cap because Mike is sitting right in front of my face, and I'm like laying down. So all I can see is a microphone in front of my face. See, I'm not a big fan of Rick and Morty either. How dare you? You're fired. I get Bye. why people don't like it though. It's a little over. Yeah, the, no, it can get it over the top. Is. There's yeah. a lot of evil. Absolutely. But it's kind of like the Evil Dead fan in me too. Yeah. And it's not even that I'm not a fan of like over the topness because I mean one of my favorite like TV sitcoms is uh, Always Sunny. Always yeah, Sunny in Philadelphia. I can't handle that. One. So, but it's like that's pretty over the top and yeah, crazy no, because it is. Yeah. So, yeah. It's but like, if it's animated, it doesn't matter as much. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, it's and it's the same reason why I couldn't get into Sons of Anarchy, even though people were just like, "Oh, such a good show." It's like Sons of Anarchy felt so mall biker. Rick and Morty feels so try hard, and that's the thing that kind of turns me off to it. Try hard. I don't know if try hard is what I get from it. I feel like they're trying to intentionally make a statement about the ridiculosity of everything. About just time Try and space hard. and <laughs> yeah. rea- about reality sure, and shit yeah. like that, too. Yeah. But yeah, no, play I like, appreciate that. For That's just a thing that I appreciate. And I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying for me and my taste, yeah, that's no. the reason why I couldn't get me into it. Me and my it. taste like that shit. 
So, As she reaches for what is that? Uh, whiskey. Some Japanese shit. I, I was looking for the full name. I could have <laughs> oh, said whiskey. Sonotori whiskey. There mm-hmm. we go. <laughs> Wu Tang. Sonotori <laughs> <laughs> desu. Um, I need beverage. Wu Tang is for the children. Oh, Presidents are temporary. Wu Tang is forever. forever. Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, that means I have to get up, or one of us would have to get up and go get the thing. What no. the? No! no I'm just the, drinking. I'm just going to drink it straight. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. I don't have the motivation to get up to put a beverage inside of it. Piper, well, if we go feel get like some, wrapping uh, up, we can just go ahead and head on into a little bit of what are we listening to. Oh, shit. That'll be a whole other hour. <laughs> <laughs> what are we listening to? Well, that's what uh, we're going to talk about. Is All it right. a game? All uh, right. Well, I thought you've listened to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is about part of the time in which we dig on into our Spotify playlist and we figure out what the hell we've been listening to. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. <laughs> Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? Uh, I'll pick a good one, then I'll pick, pick a kind of a meh. What was that? <laughs> uh, he keeps moving my mic because I keep oh. moving because, hi, I have ADHD. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, you say that. I know. I don't know why I say that. <laughs> Either way, uh, I'll pick a, ba- a bad one first. It was, uh, well... It's like half and half. The Slash uh, record that came out over the weekends. Uh, Save that convo, actually, because I, I want us. I want to do a deep, uh, not a deep dive, but a talk on that episode. Because okay. I want. I want to listen to it again. So yeah, the talk on it some, but uh, save save the bulk of it. Yeah, just overall. I mean, you know, it's live at uh, Dave Cobb Studio that they released uh, over the past week of us recording this episode, and uh, you know, it's the songs are okay. There's some spots that I just don't like at all musically or anything like that, and uh, the production, there's a little you know, there's a little there's questions there, but yeah, <laughs> we'll go into that. Yeah, we'll go into that and uh, with uh, Tyler or whoever else wants to talk about it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, on a uh, future episode. I don't know. I just almost want that to be a two of us episode. Tyler's just going to butt in too much. <laughs> that guy. That kid. That child. That child. <laughs> and a lot of the Who recently, too. I've been back who? on a Who kick. Yeah, Who? Roger Daltrey. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of the uh, six, late 60s uh, substitute era kind of stuff with uh, leading into Tommy. Just listening to, uh, revisiting that again because somebody, like, was talking to me about the movie Tommy and how fucking over the top batshit that movie is. And Don't I look watched, at me like uh, I know what I'm talking about. Like, did you ever watch? Uh, did you ever watch the uh, Pink Floyd movie, The Wall? <sighs> I feel like yes, what? but it was like way long. I don't you sound, it's, you sounded like the neighbor that Beavis and Butthead would show up to. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, you said the principal. The principal in Beavis and Butthead. That's what is. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. I mean, that's kind of. Uh, you're expelled. But to be fair, that's kind of how that movie made me feel, too. And so did the fucking Tommy movie. Because <laughs> it was that weird 70s avant-garde kind of, um, you know, pre-Tarantino kind of fucked up right. shit. Oh, man. Speaking of Quentin Tarantino. Oh, uh, yeah. Reservoir Dogs, man. That's probably in my top three. It's up there. I was mm-hmm. the blood and guns technician. Or a theatrical production of it. Ooh. <laughs> Sitting here watching uh, Michael Madsen take his ear off going like, I like what they did with his ear. Shut up. Uh, 
uh, it's not my job. No, I was a, I was a technician for it. I would I would I would make all the blood do the squirty things, and I would I would clean all the guns, and we shot blanks inside of a photo studio. I mean, that sounds and, fun. Yeah, during intermission, we hand out earplugs because we went from like we went to nine mils blanks after intermission got a lot louder <laughs> everyone needed earplugs at that point because <laughs> nice. ear damage was a thing and so did the who that was what i've been listening to <laughs> uh, yes. well kate what you've been listening to yeah yes. what you've been listening to i've been listening to a lot of several things um Pick one. I'm working on it. Give me a second. <laughs> Take your mama mom out. It's not, it's not like you went second and we had a lead in and a break. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Shut up. <laughs> there's there's Lawrence and there's there's Sammy Ray and the friends. And they're just some very... Friends? They're, they're not my friends, but <laughs> I mean, by proxy they are because the music is They hang out in our labor room just enjoyable. about every night. <laughs> Yeah, they hang out all every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but gosh, Lawrence is out of New York City. Lawrence. She's got she's they, they're siblings, and they also have a bunch of trumpets and fun guys accompanying them. Uh, they got a lot of sort of a gospel tonality to the vocals okay. that I really appreciate. It's real sassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It got a lot of vibrato. Yeah, they're um, pretty good too. I like them. Yeah, uh, it's kind of that up. Kind of has that R and B funk kind of thing yeah, going on with R&B, it too. That's the word I'm looking so for. So they would go like they would crush it in probably like college towns, probably yeah, more than anything. Definitely, they they are traveling around now. I believe they're on tour. Um, and Sammy Ray and the friends. I guess I haven't done as much research into their personal life on, but <laughs> boy golly, do they got some vocals. I've mm-hmm. been I've been focusing a lot on people with those females with those strong vocals, real sassy vocals. Yeah, I like Sammy Ray too. Yeah, that's some good. I like sassy the sassy vocals. It's <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of layers too, where they yeah. kind of do like the uh, Queen thing with a lot mm-hmm. of uh, harmony sure. bits. Yeah, there's a lot of harmony in there. It's a good time. It's a yeah. Enjoyable one. And with mine, I can't remember like when I started listening to these guys. Like, you know, I hadn't listened to like the old episodes, so if I repeat myself on this one, I know it's something new. But if I repeat it, the the intro of it, well, oh fucking well, you've made it this far. <laughs> but uh, there was a band I, we talked about a few times on here called The Stripes. A really good group, and they could split up and. Um, there's a new band now called the Zen Arcade that's three of the members. The bassist moved over to guitar, still the same singer, same drummer, but they've got a new second guitarist and a new bassist. And uh, and the second guitarist will sometimes play keyboards. And they've got, I think, like two or three songs on Spotify right now, and it's pretty good. But I went on YouTube because I was going to look up like the music video for it or something. Mm-hmm. And I saw that they had like a bunch of like professionally recorded audio and video like live stream in studio type performances that were like 40 minutes long and i'm like oh bunch of new things oh my god especially when it's like live too not no offense to their recorded stuff they have out already it pales in comparison to like the other songs they have written so it's like I've just been obsessed with it. So if you check out the Zen Arcade on uh, YouTube, um, the two videos I've been watching is uh, the Many Faces of We, and the reason I didn't put that in the Discord is because 
it's kind of a weird setup. You kind of have to like play along and like feel it out. It reminds me of the old gray whistle test. Uh, nice. And, and also, and like a, um, um, the one in Atlanta. I'm the name is escaping me. Oh, right the now. now dig this. Now dig That's this, a, which is essentially old gray whistle test. Yes. So it very much has that style and vibe to it. Uh, it's got like an introduction, like host guy, and they're like, he's like, if you're a fan of cow punk, shoegaze, synth wave, and cosmic rock, like I am, okay, you're gonna <laughs> like the Zen arcade. So what they did is. What they labeled cowpunk, quote unquote, which was just kind of like faster rock and roll songs, but like there's a little bit of like twinge of country ish. I was moments. gonna say when I think cow uh, punk, I think of like you know Jason the Scorcher shit with like a Telecaster going down, very much that kind of stuff. Yes. So they play three songs and like they're super dressed up in like Western gear and like the drummer looks like the Lone Ranger. He's got like the mask on and everything else. But then they swap it over and it's a new wave set. Now they're all decked out new wave and they'll play two or three songs like that Aww. and then it's a shoegaze set and now they are all kind of like you know late 80s just kind of dressed down kind nice. of you know shoegazer kind of thing and then the last segment is cosmic rock where like the drummer looks like he stepped out of devo and sitted like the guitarist you know and like they're all doing jumpsuits and different like kind of stylized all that kind of stuff so they just really lean in to like their influences and shit I was gonna say that reminds me of the fucking Danny California video from the Red Hot Chili Peppers where they oh, yeah. did where they did something similar where they did a misfits thing then they yeah. did a hair metal thing then they did a kurt cobain thing right, and then all right. of a sudden they're the chili peppers again yep. Change the theme. Yep. and then there's mm-hmm. another one it's not on their youtube but it's uh the spirit store presents the zen arcade and that's one where it's just like a full like performance performance where it's just like straight live nice. the other one is still straight recorded live but it's like it has production to it this is just like a handful of cameras and like okay go the The many faces of we at least has editing (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'll have to check that out cosmic what was it cosmic rock cowpunk uh (laughs) oh yeah no outlaw country (laughs) they they, they go down the whole spectrum i'll pull it up so i get it exactly right so it's uh yeah cowpunk power pop shoegaze and cosmic rock (laughs) with a little bit of gangster rap (laughs) (laughs) but i think the shit's good so folks check it out if you like it and i mentioned it earlier we have a discord check out the link in the episode description and sign on up it's fun not a whole lot of people are in there we got we got we got a decent handful but it's still enough to where you know it still feels homey and you know people don't step on each other and we're kind of building a community and we're getting really good fun friends join the conversation just share share a bunch of like fucked up memes and we tell you how to fix your your amps yes and we post and we also post a lot of food uh, yes. yes we're a bunch so of nerds food. that like, like to food. eat mm-hmm. share guitar food. nerd things and music and that's oh, what we and memes so and that's talk what, shit about how everybody's shitty production is yes if, if that sounds good to you sign up to the discord and if you like this show check out our other shows like the no time to turn kiss nerd podcast or the other show Capinar on the couch rotatoes with chris morrison and you'll hear even more nerd like, talk. We get so much nerdier. So much nerdier. Does that mean better? Hey, find out. <laughs> Nerddom is a spectrum. It's not a linear. Oh, spectrum. God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Kate, thank you so much for being an awesome guest. This has been an absolute pleasure. Oh, no problem. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah. It's a grand old time. And Cap, quit rattling fucking paper. You can wait like two seconds no. for me to wrap this up and ask you, what do you have an outro for us? No, make this fucking chocolate on the mic. <laughs> Ew. Ew. You're hurting my sensible Thank God that was at the end of the episode.
Uh, you nasty. You nasty, bruh. 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 Thank you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash something good network.